a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman, and joining me in studio are two incredible women. And if I use the term heroines, uh, they may be a little bashful about that, but they really are making a tremendous difference in the lives of children who are now at Primary Children's Hospital and those children who will be all throughout the Intermountain West. Joining us is Kay Rasmussen. She's the chairwoman of the Festival of Trees. Kay, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for having us. And the co-chair, Shauna Davis, back again. It's always a pleasure to have you. Oh, it's so nice to be back. Thank you. Uh, okay, so I say this is amazing what the Festival of Trees does for children at Primary Children's Hospital. This is the big fundraiser, right? I mean, this from this event, we make a significant impact in the care that can be provided at the hospital. Let's talk about that. Last year, we, we raised $2.3 million, and we're hoping to exceed that this year. Every penny raised at Festival of Trees helps a child in some capacity or another at Primary Children's Hospital. $2 million. Okay, this is your first year as chair. Yes. So did that amount, was that just stunning for you? Yes, I can, I've been on the Festival of Trees board for a long time, and I can remember when they broke a million dollars, and this is, you know, one and a half times that. So it's really wonderful to see the community continue to support the kids at the hospital. Well, let's talk about it. You've been on the board for how long, Kate? 25 years. All right, that's a long, that's a lifetime commitment. <laughs> so what, what draw, drew you to being a part of the Festival of Trees? You know, what drew me in the beginning was just a friend asking me to help, but what kept me there was the integrity and the, the ma- magic of the event, seeing how the community comes together and to make a difference for children in such an easy way, you know, just by coming and supporting. Um, it's something that brings me back every year. And yet it's hundreds of hours. Yes, but when you're doing the right thing, it doesn't seem like that. <laughs> I've actually had someone also share with me that there is some um, also a sense of brotherhood, sisterhood, of serving um, and helping to make this event happen year after year with with groups of other people who care so much about it that there's that real sense of family behind there, the volunteer effort. There is. We have uh, families that have decorated and donated trees for years and years. Um, even a, a nurse that works in uh, the pediatric ICU decorates a tree in honor of a little boy that she took care of that she calls Superman. We also have people, uh, 85 of the best women that serve on this board, and they um, have committees of up to 10 people. So that's 850 fantastic women throughout this state that really help all of these children. It's stunning to think about that. It's 850, and yet someone once told me, multiply that even more by all the volunteers that are coming in to set up, right, and bring the trees and donate. Yes, we estimate that there are 30,000 people that bring this event together. Wow. And it's a Utah tradition. Do we know how long Festival of Trees has been a part of our history? It started 46 years ago this year. Wow. So. With just one little tree? Uh, there were <laughs> a few more than that. <laughs> but they were surprised that they had raised 47000 So you can see how much more we raise now. Yeah, up to $2 million now. You mentioned that there are some families that have absolutely adopted this as a tradition for their family. And I just met... Uh, a woman, um, she and I have actually worked together for many years, and I didn't know her story. Back, I think it was in 1981, 
her mother and her mother's sister, her aunt, uh, decided they really wanted to be a part of Festival of Trees. And so they started to put a tree together. And then eventually it began to involve the cousins on both sides. And they continued this tradition through the 90s and then into the 2000s. And this will be the first year that one of those moms who, who just passed away, um, she's not a part of making that tree. And now the children are doing it. And it's not only to honor the tradition and compassion their mom had for the Festival of Trees and their childhood memories, but to honor mom and, and her heart. And, and so those kind of stories are familiar with you, right? They are with me. This mm-hmm. is the uh, my grandchildren are the fourth generation festival of tree children so we are we are more than supportive and love to serve this community and to serve with other people in this community to help bring this event together so i'm not really doing the math but who brought which family member of yours initiated the service with the festival of trees it's my mother-in-law i married festival of trees <laughs> <laughs> and was there a special theme that she chose every year uh, she was actually the chairwoman in uh, 1984 and 1985 wow. so yeah it's been a long time commitment for our family and and when we talk about the different themes kay um, have there been trees in the past that have let literally caught your breath because you know the stories behind them. I think that the thing that makes them so special is that, that there's a tree for every person. So, you know, there's a sports tree or there's a tree in honor of a friend or a tree that is Disneyland when everyone loves, you know, the magic of Disneyland. Um, I think that the ones that I appreciate the most is where I see families come together and work so hard to um, thank the hospital for all the things that the hospital's done for them and see that those children come and be a part of those trees. I remember one. Uh, I, I remember an awful lot of them. <laughs> and I'm honored to, to go every year. And we actually broadcast from the Festival of Trees every year as uh, as a gift to help the community know what how important it is for them to be a part of it, how much we get back when we're just supporting the festival, walking up and down uh, the aisles and admiring that or buying this and that. And we'll talk a little bit more about what's in the festival. But uh, one that continues to be in my mind is a tree that was uh, dedicated to a little one who had lost his or her life. And I don't remember if it was a little boy or a little girl. But that family in that step of grieving and and honoring the, the courage that that little one had created this beautiful tree with ribbons and um, all kinds of beautiful ornaments with images of angels and babies. And there was a rocking chair and and there was teddy bears. And and I remember just stopping for a bit because there is a chance for us often to learn a little bit about the story behind each tree. And some are lighthearted, like you said, it's go jazz. (laughs) And others do have a stop for a minute and pause and think. And that to me is part of the magic and part of what, how the Festival of Trees brings us knits us together as a community. It does. Uh, it is a very healing process for a family that has lost someone to be able to give back and to honor that person by by donating or decorating a tree or, or a wreath or a centerpiece. It really is a healing process for them. And it's incredible to stand there and watch how it makes them feel good it makes them start to heal. And it's just a wonderful thing to watch. So for those who are unfamiliar on the steps of the Festival of Trees, I want to step back for just a bit. And let's say, Kay, I wanted 
to have been a part of the Festival of Trees. I've been hearing about it, and I've decided I want to make a tree. How do I start that process? You have to start early. <laughs> April, May. Re- registration okay. opens in July, and we're, we're pretty full within about 60 days. Isn't that amazing? So you have to put it on your calendar to get on the website and register. Okay, so you go on the website, festivaloftrees.org. Festival of Trees, Utah. Thank you. Festival of Trees, Utah. Dot org. Dot org. Go on there and uh, put in your application, right? Right. Okay. And at that point, are you choosing whether it's going to be a large tree or a small tree? You do have to ch- choose how tall it's going to be because that depends on the places that are available. Okay. But there's a lot of other ways to register too. And still you can register now. If you want to come and host, you can go to festivaloftreesutah.org and register to be a host. And so we're always looking for volunteers to be a part of it. I love that. Like it's not too late <laughs> this year, 2016. We still need your help. So again, that's festivaloftreesutah.org. So we get on there and we apply and then we're notified that yes, you can have a tree that you will donate to the Festival of Trees. You spend the time getting that uh, ready, getting the decorations. I know a lot of people involve coworkers and family members to make this as special. And then it's brought to the Southtown Expo Center. Let's talk about that. They do. They bring their trees down and they either decorate or we or they bring them down decorated and they place them in their spot. And that will happen on Monday, November 28th. So that's coming just around the corner. All these trees. How many trees will be in the Festival of Trees this year? Do we know the count? It's usually around 700, about 350 large trees over six feet tall and about 350 smaller trees under six feet. Just 700 trees. That's why it's <laughs> just 700. <laughs> and then as it's opening up, you have a very special night before it's open to the public. Let's talk about that. So the trees arrive November 28th. And November 29th is our opening night. It's by invitation only. It's for adults only. And you bring your ticket down. You can still purchase one. Purchase a ticket. You can call 801-662-5957. And then you come down and you bid on trees. And and so does it get pretty competitive? It seems to me that in the years, it's been a few years since I went to the VIP. I think it's been three years. And there was so much excitement and a lot of laughter and a lot of um, people kind of back and forth, almost like a silent auction event. It is. It's yeah. a silent auction. Mm-hmm. And it is, uh, it's filled with energy. Yes, it, it is. It is so much fun to watch people um, fall in love with a tree that they would like to either purchase for their home or for a business. Some purchase and then donate back to another family. Oh, how and beautiful. it's so much fun to watch them uh, really get involved with this process and realize that every penny that they spend on that tree or that wreath or that centerpiece or whatever goes right to a child. Mm. Okay, so they make the their bids. And typically, are most the trees bid upon that night? Are there a few left still available for bidding? Yes, the, um, they are not all sold okay. on auction night, and trees will be available all week long. Okay, and so as we go through and we see a tree that is still available, what is the process? Well, there'll be a green card left on the tree that has not sold, and you will um, have a host help you remove that green card. And then you'll just take it to our purchasing uh, department in room 300C. 
Now, I understand you have also an army of elves so that when the Festival of Trees closes down and you have those 700 trees that are decorated so beautifully, you have volunteers that will then carefully deliver that tree and set it up. Right. We even take a picture of it and try to set it up exactly as it was in the convention center. I love the idea not only of it being in your home or in your business, but surprising another family with that gift. And again, that whole concept of pay it forward, which is just fantastic. For those who've just joined us, we're joined in studio with Kay Rasmussen and Shauna Davis with the Festival of Trees. They're the chair and the co-chair of this year's event, which is starting uh, the end of November. We're so excited about this event. Now, we said trees, right? And then I heard Shauna say, and wreaths. So let's also broaden it out because it's not just the trees. For me, I love to do my shopping uh, for stocking stuffers and gifts is there as well. So tell us what else is inside the Southtown Expo Center during the Festival of Trees. We have a fantastic sweet shop just full of sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Calories don't count. No, I think you burn the calories off by walking up and down. So there's no guilt with this. But in your sweet shop, what are I know some of my savory favorites, Fudge, but keep going. We make homemade divinity right Mm -hmm. on site. We have 46 flavors of fudge to honor 46 wonderful years. This year's flavor of the year is strawberry cheesecake. Did you guys sample that yet? No sampling yet. Not yet. <laughs> no calories. Calories count right now. So you're waiting yet. until the big event. Yeah. So the the sweet shop and all, is all of that donated? So everything we buy from the sweet shop, all those that money is also going to primary children's. It is okay. Every single solitary penny inside the hall goes right to a primary children's hospital. Okay, so we've got the sweet shop. Tell me also about the scones. What else do we have? Mm. Okay, we have. Over 12,000 cinnamon rolls that are sold, baked right on site. You can smell those yes. coming right out of the <laughs> oven, which are fantastic. Okay. And scones, you can get them simple, which is butter, or you can have a few chocolate chips on. I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do a scone to make it even better. And you know what I've loved when I've gone over to the area where the cinnamon rolls are baking out is that I've seen a lot of youth volunteers being a part of that. And and I, I, for me, when we talked about the thousands, maybe 30,000 people are a part of the Festival of Trees, it's every age group that can feel like they are making a tangible difference for children who need to be healed at Primary Children's. At the convention center, you have to be 16 to help it there at the week. But my children were raised on Festival of Trees and have done all kinds of things to help donate and process the the event um, from decorating their own trees and making suckers and um, boxing things. So every age can be involved. And let's talk about that. Is there still a corner for kids to play? Or Oh, Kids Corner, come down and talk to an elf. You There's can, a line for this. There is. <laughs> you can see the inside of a bubble. Yeah. You can have your face painted. You can have your nails painted. There's crafts to do. And there is a special spot there where you can purchase a teddy bear Decorate it with uh, little trinkets, odds and ends that we have there, and then write a little note. And that is delivered to a child at Primary Children's Hospital that needs to be there during Christmas. Again, it's that weaving in of joy for those who are participating and then the angle of service. 
So your children, honestly, when they have a chance to talk to an elf, they will be talking about that for about four months <laughs> afterwards because it's so exciting for them. Or to hop inside a giant, which I did, inside the giant bubble, uh, which was stunning, right? <laughs> I love the inside <laughs> of a bubble. It's, it's a great place to be. This is that one time it's a positive thing, they say, to be inside a bubble. But again, to be, children have such open hearts and such compassionate hearts, especially when we guide them to be thinking of the needs of others. So that teddy bear corner where they are writing notes that will cheer up the children that are currently at the hospital is just such a special, special thing. It's just beautiful. Not only can they come and do crafts and fun things like that, but we have thousands of entertainers, tap dancers and singers and dancers. And and it's really fun to just come and feel the Christmas spirit through the Christmas entertainment. Right. So after you have walked through all the trees and bid on what you've wanted and eaten all that fudge and then the cinnamon rolls and you talk to the elf and you need to sit down for a minute and process that sugar and enjoy the spirit of the season, really, you just grab a seat and then you watch these joyful children performing and that is great and that's throughout the weekend right it it is we have two stages that have um, constant live entertainment there's the north stage and the south stage and we have performers from all over the state performing uh, just different things there's ballet to tap dancing to orchestras to I want to say I had clogging before too which was stunning and you were very helpful um, in the past I was able to see the lineup of who's performing when. And, and that was very helpful, too, because some of us have friends whose children are performing. And we want to make sure we don't miss that, especially Grandma and Grandpa. You can't miss the show. That's right? right. And if you happen to not know which stage it's on, just step inside the uh, center doors. There's an information gazebo there, and they have the schedule right right there available for you to see. And very delightful hosts yeah. to, to welcome you as well, because you are overcome by the smell of cinnamon and fudge, which is just fantastic. Again, for those who just joined us, we have Kay Rasmussen and Shauna Davis, who are the co-chairs of this year's Festival of Trees, benefiting Primary Children's Hospital. Uh, last year, you said it raised two million over $2 million. $2.3 No, I don't think you've set goals before, but do you, are you hoping to match last oh, year's generosity? Oh, we always hope to do better. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm not supposed to give a numerical number. We but. work so hard, we'd love to see it go up every year. Yeah, absolutely, because now let's, let's talk about that. We go from this incredible event. Oh, before we do that, there is that little store, which is not so little. What is that called where oh, we can go by boutique. the gift boutique? <laughs> and what's really touching for me is sometimes it's hand crocheted items and you can walk through. I, I had some, uh, you know, boys serving abroad and I would grab things and then put that in their stocking to send away. So the boutique, tell me about that, Shauna. It is full of handcrafted items. There are Christmas items. There's neighborhood gifts. There are fine quilts, toys, scarves. Uh, hair bows, all kinds Earrings, of things. bracelets, <laughs> donated again by those who are wanting to do their best to raise as much money as they can for Primary Children's Hospital. So don't forget when you're doing your budget. You can even, I've, and when my kids were little, I'd, sometimes they would go with $5 and get some presents there. And they just love that ability to just look through and choose. I like to stock up too. buy enough baby presents to last all year. Yes, especially (laughs) the handmade, which uh, items which are absolutely beautiful. And and again, the other area is the wreaths. Let's talk about that because there is an area where we can still buy wreaths and centerpieces, right? For tables? There is. Mm -hmm. The um, wreaths hang on doors and you can purchase one for your home or for your business. They're 
gorgeous. I'm reasonably priced. And then the centerpieces, there's many, many of those. That centerpieces and collectibles, there's about 500 of those. Wow. And so they're um, beautiful, handmade decorations for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And again, if you imagine Santa's workshop, these these workshops are in thousands of homes all throughout the state of Utah and beyond as people's hearts are turning. We mentioned, again, we'll go back to the hospital. So with the $2 million plus that was raised last year, the goal of those funds was to make sure that any child who has any type of illness or trauma that when their family walks through the doors of Primary Children's Hospital with their child, that if they do not have the finances to pay for that care, that they don't have to worry about that, that that's been taken care of by our community. Engraved above the door at, at each entranceway at Primary Children's Hospital, it says, the child first and always. And because of uh, Festival of Trees and, and other fundraisers like it, Um, Primary Children's Hospital can take care of every child, regardless of the ability to pay, regardless of their race, their religion. They can come and know that they're going to get the best care in the Inner Mountain area. And that's a wonderful blessing for us in our lives and in our community to have that hospital that will take care of our children. And, And I appreciate that, too, because it's not just about the charity care. It is. When you walk through and you have a child who is uh, staying at the hospital or a loved one's child, which has been my case over and over again, to be able to walk through a hospital whose dedication, the decor, uh, the training of the nurses, the pediatric physicians, the 24-hour cafeteria where you can get chocolate shakes and french fries delivered, <laughs> if that's your, everything is tailored to helping that child psychologically, emotionally um, heal because it's so much more than just the physical pain. And I know that's been a part of your life for years. Right. And I like to think about it as being a um, event that helps fill in the cracks or the gaps. You know, sometimes there's a medication that's not covered by insurance or a physical therapy that they need and it falls in, you know, in between. And it, it helps us to give complete care for the child, put the child first and worry about the payments as, you know, being filled in by events like Festival of Trees. And it's interesting, I had a child who had a, quite an extensive surgery that needed to be done. And because he was large in stature, uh, we were sent to a, a different hospital and they did a great job, but it was not the same experience had he been at Primary Children's Hospital where they are, their treatment, the decisions, their policies, um, music rooms, Uh, therapy dogs that are brought in. The thought is, again, what can we do to relieve the anguish of the family and the child and keep them in mind? So, yes, it fills in the cracks, but it adds so much more. Have you had that opportunity, Shauna, to walk by one of those music rooms and see someone volunteering their time and playing that piano and those children being wheeled in to listen? It's just stunning. Yes, they have a wonderful program there called Music Therapy, and the music therapists are written a prescription to have, have go see a child, and they help with all kinds of things, pain management, um, fear and anxiety if they're going through a procedure, and they will actually help the child through music, which I know is, is a very healing process for children to have, very comforting and soothing. And 
they write so many prescriptions for that a day, but that isn't always covered under insurance. So it is a great way to help our children. It's interesting because uh, Primary Children's Hospital is always ongoing, is always conducting ongoing training for the, the health care providers, whether it be surgeons or physicians or nurses or assistants. And I remember one time walking through a, a special training lab that is on one of the floors and that there were, I don't like to use the term dummies, but there were um, artificial robotic children there laying on the table. And the, the physicians, the healthcare providers were practicing um, with teeny little catheters, practicing what it is like to give medical treatment to a, a, a child that could be as young as three days old or a three-year-old. It's different than it is when you're treating an adult. But to see that level of precise training and care given, it added an additional kind of aha moment of why this is such a jewel to have in our state. Not only that, the the care from the nurses and the doctors there is so loving. I stuck my head into a, a, a educational room the other day where they were doing that kind of training and um, met one of the new nurses and she said, this is my dream job. And that's how they feel about treating those children. They're there every day doing what they love and, and giving it their heart and soul. Well, I appreciate you both giving your heart and your soul and your time as co-chairwomen of the Festival of Trees, the the, the captains of the 30,000 Army of Volunteers. And we on our side as a community, uh, we do appreciate that. And we can do our part of walking through those doors either buying VIP tickets for the first night, coming through the, the other days. Let's talk about the the dates. We have just a few minutes left, but the official dates of the Festival of Trees. It's Wednesday, November 30th through Saturday, December 3rd, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can purchase tickets at the door or you can have a special bonus and, and buy a discounted ticket at most Zions Bank branches. It's $5 for adults, $2.50 for children. And with that, we have a partnership with UTA. If you buy your ride to Festival of Trees with the discount ticket, they'll pay for your ride home. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay, discount ticket at Zions Bank. If you use UTA, you'll also get a free ride back, right? We also have some new overflow parking this year just on the um, west side of State Street. We'd love people to come and not worry about parking in the evenings and on Saturday. So you'll be able to park um, just across the street and walk over and enjoy it. Wonderful. The the overflow on the west side of the Southtown Expo Center. And I love that you gave the hours to 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. because now you're realizing that you're going to have cinnamon rolls and scones for dinner. (laughs) And it's okay. It is. In this case, it's for the children. And that's what we want to do. Shauna, thank you so much. Rick, thank you, Kay. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. The website, again, for more information is festivaloftreesutah.org.